This episode of Rick and Rick Rule the World is brought to you by Tascan, the first name in premium quality travel gear with slim, stylish gear like the Tascan Edge professional laptop backpack for business and travel. Save 30% on your next purchase when you use promo code RNR take 30 at TaskanSF.com. Next up on an all new Rick and Rick. Oculus leaks the roundup of rumors about Oculus Quest 2. Coca-Cola's fountain of the future gets a mobile makeover. Batman goes all black mirror in its first interactive animated movie. Plus loaded questions and a whole lot more. It's all right here, right now. On the one show where everybody loves a swift Rick to the head. And everybody rules the world. Hey, welcome to an all new episode of Rick and Rick Rule the World. I'm Rick Matheson and I am joined as always by my good friend, Max Boncito. I mean, Rick Wooten. How the heck are you, Rick? Did you stitch your finger back together? Yeah, yeah. My my finger my finger's on the mend. It's been uh it's been probably about a week and a half now, so I, I actually can't go around without a band-aid, but you know, there's clearly a different shape to the tip of my finger. <laughs> I live in like fear of those things. Think about it. I'm a writer. I can't type fast. You know, if I've got a broken finger, you, you're fully operational again. I'm fully operational. I, I can, I can generally touch type and all that. It's just a little bit of uh, weirdness with the tip of my finger, a little numb, a little like, I feel like I'm missing something. <laughs> Jeez. Stay away from the do it yourself improvements right. for your truck. Did, now, did the phone thing ever work out? The little mount you were trying to set up? Uh, I'm I'm working on my second prototype. The first one worked out fine. I've I've driven around with it for a couple of weeks and I've been pretty happy with it. So now I'm moving on to prototype number two. Well, we need to move on to the Quest Two. When the hell is that coming out? So this is awesome. So there's been some leaks around that. Yeah, yeah. You know, so you and I are big fans of this whole VR AR movement. And if you remember, I I already had the oculus rift but when the quest came out i got so excited about it because the idea of having a truly wireless device is is absolutely game changer and you know the resolution wasn't as good as the as the rift and you know the library wasn't as big but the fact that you can just put it on and walk around in your living room and not worry about wires and where the pc is and all, game changing so you know, Oculus is coming out. Uh, the rumor is, at least, that Oculus is going to be coming out with a Quest 2. The specs on it are looking pretty exciting. They're talking about, you know, increasing their refresh rate on the lenses. They're talking about making it, I think they said, 20% lighter and 15% smaller or something like that. Improved controllers, you know, just a whole uh, grouping of things to get you really excited about. Better materials on it, you know, more functional materials. The problem is, is nobody knows when it's going to come out. So mm-hmm. I, I think it was supposed to come out this fall. Yeah, that's uh, what I read. But, yeah, but then this whole COVID thing happened. So uh-huh. the rumor right now is that it may be kind of announced in the fall timeframe, but we're certainly not going to see it before the beginning of 2021, oh, uh, which bummer. is kind of disappointing. I was hoping that, you know, this would be a, a Christmas item. A couple other rumors that are that I've been I've been reading. Um, by the way, most of the stuff that I, I just said uh, came from a Bloomberg article and just kind of surfing through other ones. And I can't remember exactly which one. One of them had suggested that uh, they're actually going to get rid of the Go and then they're going to make the original Quest uh, effectively a cost down version of it so that it becomes the new Go. So, you know, if you if you think about the, the original Go, it was really a media consumption device, not really a VR headset. You know, there's some VR aspects to it, but it was about consuming media. So if they take the Quest to bring it down to market, it can reduce the price a little bit, maybe 100 bucks, 150 bucks, bring in this new Quest 2, then it could create a pretty compelling family. 
DC Animated Entertainment has announced its very first interactive animated movie, Batman Death in the Family, and you get to decide whether Robin lives or dies. I don't know if you remember this, right? It was in the 90s. It was the Jason Todd period. You know, Jason uh -huh. Todd is Robin, and DC decided to let readers vote on whether Robin would live or die. Oh, and uh, they had a 900 number that you could call to cast your vote, and everyone wanted to die. And that was the impetus for that storyline. And, and you've seen the movie, The Red Mask, yeah. Batman The Red Mask. So this story, Death in the Family, is kind of like a prequel to that. And they've somehow come out with a way to make it where it is a fully interactive movie. It's sort of a branched adventure, kind of like the uh, the Black Mirror episode. I don't know if that one was just one choice that you made or if you were continuously right. making choices, but I believe this is continuous choices that you make, not just whether Robin lives or dies, and not whether Batman saves him or someone else. It's a whole series of choices that you make in the story to get to the ultimate conclusion. And plus what adds value to the video is it could be different every time you watch. I'm looking forward to seeing how this will work. If it's smooth enough to keep you going where it doesn't feel like, okay, I'm stopping now. I'm waiting for that to load. You know, right. and it, it, It's super cool. They're doing that. You know, I, I, we talked about this before. I was a, a big fan of the Choose Your Own Adventure books back in the day. Oh yeah. And uh, I have yet to make it through to the Black Mirror episode where they did that. But, um, you know, I, I hear it was pretty neat. Uh, you know, and, and, and I do wonder how they're going to execute this. I Probably you're choosing different chapters and that's how you, you know, kind of navigate through it. But we'll have to see. And what I don't want it to be is, what was that video game when we were kids that was the Shining Knight interactive video game? It was fully animated and you kind of yeah. choose things. I remember yeah. there being a lot of latency. Well, yeah, that. I mean, as the, uh, you know, VHS forwarded or what have you. Yeah, that drove me crazy. So we'll see where that all goes. Where I know we're going, however, is to a break real quick. But when we come back, it's going to be time for the good, the bad, and the marketing. So stay tuned. Rick Nation, don't forget to check out our website at rickandrick.com. It's double the Rick in just one click at rickandrick.com. Welcome back to Rick and Rick Rule the World and Coke Zero's going zero touch. I'm curious, Rick, so since COVID's hit, when you go into a fast food restaurant or whatever, you're getting some takeout, do you have any problem going to fill up your fountain drink? Apparently, some people do. You know, I don't, but I, I also keep hand sanitizer in the car and all that. Yeah. So I usually sanitize on the way in and sanitize on the way back out. So exactly. I think one of the challenges we have right now is people are just terrified. Yeah. And and there's a reason to be scared. I'm not minimizing that, but people are terrified. I, I was walking down an aisle the other day. I, I was a target, I think it was. And I turned down an aisle and I, I walked about a quarter of the way down and I was picking up some shampoo or something. And a person came from the other end of the aisle and started to turn on it and literally started and said, oh, and then turned and ran away <laughs> because they were so terrified of being on the same aisle. By the way, they had a mask. I had a mask. All the social distancing was being respected. But just the fact that, you know, here's this giant 50 foot long aisle and that the fact that there was somebody else on it, they, they just couldn't handle that and they ran away. Right. But no, I, I, I don't have an issue with the, the machines, but I do know that some people do and, and for fair reasons. I mean, yeah. we have people with different conditions and situations where they're, they're more or less at risk. So Coca-Cola has these freestyle machines. You know, they're the ones that you walk up to in Burger King or wherever, and you can kind of mix any kind of drink you want. You could mix just the right amount of cherry to the Coke and maybe a little That's bit right. of vanilla and stuff like that. And I love these machines. You do right now have to manually touch to navigate through it. Well, 
Coke has, or has announced the development of a new touchless freestyle machine. The developers have made it where you don't need to download a special app or do anything like that. You just scan the QR code, take it to your web app, and you can navigate the machine that way using your phone to get the drink that you want. For folks who are out there wearing rubber gloves, you know, that could be a little tricky just getting your phone on, you know, without your thumbprint. Yeah. And Rick Wooten with taking off his fingerprints when... Uh, <laughs> when he's working on home improvement projects. It sounds like a nice, easy mobile experience, so I commend them for that. And apparently there is a drive for this. I'm reading a report from Adweek, and they're saying that uh, studies do show that 40% of consumers say they do feel safer when they're in control of their beverages in general and reinforces the tech-forward approach that Coke is taking here. You know, yeah, I think it, it's having more and more of an effect on people. And you know, while a Coke machine doesn't solve for all of that, but it certainly does help reduce some of the anxiety if you don't have to touch it, if you don't have to think about it, you don't have to worry about it. It's one less thing in that minefield right now that is everyday life. And, and you get to have your Coke Zero with what, just the right amount of other stuff that you want added to it. What I am super looking forward to, however, is actually on the other side of this next break. And it's a little thing called Loaded Question. So stay tuned. This episode of Rick and Rick Rule the World is brought to you by Taskin, the first name in premium quality travel gear with slim, stylish gear like the Taskin Edge professional laptop backpack for business and travel. Save 30% on your next purchase when you use promo code RNR take 30 at TaskinSF.com. Welcome back to Rick and Rick Rule the World. This is Rick Matheson with Rick Wooten, and it's time to play Loaded Questions. All right, question number one. Which of the following is officially a thing this barbecue season? A, French's mustard beer. B, Doritos Nacho Mama's soda. C, Starbucks pumpkin spice potato chips. Or D, White Claw's totally buzzed hamburger buns. Which of these is actually an official thing this barbecue season? I'm gonna go with French's beer. You are correct. So according to Adweek, McCormick's French's brand is following up last year's mustard-flavored ice cream with new French's mustard beer. I don't know, Rick. Mustard beer. Do you feel like that's something you can drink with relish? No, no, it doesn't sound good. I, I will try it. I'm I'm very skeptical, but I will try it. I, and I do see that the can looks exactly like a bottle of French's mustard just in a beer can. You're killing me. I had a joke there, but I'll wait for you to catch up. That's horrible. A beer I could almost see if I'm eating a hot dog, but ice cream? No way. Yeah, no, that that sounds disgusting. Yeah, clearly didn't take the nation by storm, so. No, or me. Now, just for the record, though, you'll be delighted to know that we are in the height of summer, so of course, Starbucks will in fact have its pumpkin spice lattes out this month, for real, <laughs> which means its eggnog frappuccinos are probably hit by Labor Day. I'm not sure. All right, question number two. Non-essential worker Barbie may have just been for fun, and nobody's waiting around for quarantine Ken. But this past week, Mattel launched which of the following in real life? A, social distance Darcy and her pandemic party girls. <laughs> B, campaign team 2020 Barbie. C, Dr. Burke's Barbie with first pitch Fauci and dumb <laughs> Donald. Or D, president-elect Barbie. Mattel has officially launched, for real, which of these Barbies? I'm going to guess it is... Uh, campaign Barbie. You are correct. So Roll Call is reporting that Mattel has introduced a new set of Campaign Team 2020 Barbies, which is a little light on staff apparently. So uh, <laughs> there's the candidate herself, which is a black female, which I think is really good. Awesome. A blonde campaign manager, 
a bespectacled campaign fundraiser, and oddly, voter Barbie is somehow on the campaign team. I'm not sure. But as Roll Call reports, real female campaign officials are generally enthusiastic about the launch, but at least one complained that there's no rapid response Barbie in the set when Bar <laughs> voter Barbie made it. And then also, there aren't any misplaced hairs or signs of sleep deprivation. But that could all change. There are almost 12 weeks left before Election Day. At least in this particular case, of course, you know, the lead uh, is a black female, which I think is fantastic. All right. Question number three. If one popular consumer packaged goods brand has its way, which of the following is what's for breakfast or should be during the pandemic? A, rice-a-roni, B, mac and cheese, C, beef-a-roni, or D, cup of soup. Which of these is now being pitched as part of a well-balanced breakfast? Jeez, I don't know this one. I'm going to guess mac and cheese. You are correct. You're three for three today. So answer is B. So Marketing Dive is reporting that Kraft is out with a new campaign that pushes Kraft mac and cheese as a go-to breakfast for busy parents. This after Kraft found out that parents have been serving the meal more often in recent months. I've was surprised to hear that they were ever doing it, but apparently that is a thing. To me, it sounds kind of gross, but I guess it's not any worse than my stress-fueled bowl of Hostess cupcakes and milk <laughs> or my cheese Whiz and Pringles stuffed pepperoni hot pockets. Craft <laughs> yeah. mac and cheese, apparently the breakfast champions. That's wild. I would not have expected that. All right. Well, another thing that we're hoping folks are going to spend a lot of time doing is visiting us at rickandrick.com where you can hear archived episodes of the show. And you'll also find our social links so you can contact Rick Wooten and Rick Matheson and be sure, no matter what, come on back to the one show where everybody's name is Rick. And everybody rules the world. 